Crippled Content Creations presents Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza. Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza, shining a bright light on sex and disability. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners. Welcome to our second Minnesota of the Minnesotes. I wanted to do this so that we could hear other people's thoughts on sex and disability, and they could write in and say whatever they feel about it, because I think, first of all, I love reading stuff back from people. I think it's fun. It's weirdly fun, and it gives me excitement that I can't even explain. And then it gives us a chance to kind of talk about what people write about and see how, and just, it's it's a looser, free-form, less strictured, structured, strictured's the word I learned in school, obviously, uh, <laughs> because nobody uses the word stricture in real life, but it's a less structured, kind of free-form, disability after dark version. It's a little mini version, that I, and it's something that I wanted to do where I less have to worry about notes. I less have to wor- less have to worry. Not a phrase, but it it means that we just get to ha- to talk more. And so this is what we're gonna do, and this is what it is. Um, so I asked last week, and I've been asking a bunch on social media for all of you to send in your thoughts and feelings on sex and disability for Minnesota to my email box, andrewandandrewgerza.com. Um, which would be amazing if you could all do that, please, please. So one of my listeners who likes listening to the show and has really been vocal on ideas and really been helping me put things together and really been helping things kind of blossom for the show uh, just by being a supporter of it, by listening, has sent me... She, she sent me... Her name is Jennifer F., I'm not going to give her last name just to protect her privacy. Jennifer F. Uh, wrote me and said, I said, I, here, well, here's what she said. I'm going to read it word for word. I'm not going to paraphrase. She said, how I feel about being 22 and still a virgin. Yeah, I said it. Don't worry. I was a virgin until I was 19, so I fully understand. I have CP and I use a wheelchair and I also had scoliosis surgery when I was younger. When I was an early teen, I hadn't thought about sex much, and I hated health class. Hated is in capitals. Hated health class with like two exclamation points. I wanted to smack the teacher, in brackets, as any reasonable 13-year-old would. When I was 18, I met the guy in my dreams, who I should mention also has CP and uses a wheelchair, but he has everything I want. Sparkly blue eyes, a kind heart, a great personality, and so much more. Aw, he sounds like... Prince Charming in a wheelchair, though. That's adorable. Um, I've been on and off with him for almost four years. Why? In capitals. Because my body feels so desperate for sex. So desperate for sex. But he's the only guy I can see my future with and being the father of my future children. Oh, adorable. Romance on the show. (laughs) Um... Now on to how I feel about still being a virgin at 22. Oftentimes, 
it feels like I'm glued to the wheelchair like a statue or an animal pounding on its cage to get out. We've all been there, my friend. Anybody who's a, who has a disability, I was going to say he only uses a mobility device, but that's not true. Anybody who has a disability or feels like something is denied to them has been there in those moments. I, so I, I feel you. I feel you for most definitely about that, for sure. Um, I fantasize about having sex a lot, even at work. It drives me crazy because I'm always horny. Story of my life, Jennifer, I fantasize about sex pretty much all the time, all of the time. So I understand your feelings there, most definitely. Some of my sexual fantasies include giving a blowjob, anal sex, and having my belly button piercing licked. First of all, let's go on to how you have a belly button piercing. That's amazing because that's an area of Andrew's body that I would not want to have pierced. So I commend you. I used to have a LeBray piercing, which I thought was really cool, and an eyebrow piercing that I thought was really cool, until one of my attending care workers pulled it out of my ear. Sorry, pulled it out of my eyebrow by accident when they were washing my face. Yeah, that was super painful. So I hope that your care workers don't accidentally pull out your belly button ring. Oh, God, I hope they don't. I really hope that doesn't happen to you. Um... But the sexual fantasies, I often also, as a queer, disabled man who likes men, I also often fantasize about anal sex and what that would be like. So I feel you there, and thank you for sharing that piece of information with with us and wanting it to go live. Thank you. Um, I often feel that I'm not worthy of sex and that it's impossible, but I tell myself, in capitals, you are worthy and it is possible. I want to say... Yes, it is possible, and yes, you are worthy, and you, everyone is worthy of sexual attention, everybody's worthy of sexual love, and you completely are worthy of all the things you're feeling, and everything you're feeling and all your fantasies are okay. Um, so she says, I often feel that I'm, not wor- that I'm not worthy of sex, and that it is possible, but I tell myself that you are worthy, all in capitals, amazing. It may not be easy, but it's possible. That's true. Sometimes sex and disability just isn't easy, but it is always possible. That's something we have to remember and something we as disabled people constantly have to remind non-disabled people about all the time. I want to go back to something in your, in your, in your email there, Jennifer. If you were a statue, what kind of statue would you be? I would be the... The David statue, you know, the one that's in all the things, that's standing up with the one arm, the thinker, I think it's called, or the philosopher, maybe. That's how much I know about art history, nothing. Uh, but I want to be that statue, but I want to be in my wheelchair with a giant boner. That's the kind of statue that I want to be. What statue would you want to be? And if you're listening and laughing, good, because that's what you should be doing right now. Um, anyway, enough about my rambling. <laughs> we should just call this uh, this this Minnesota's Andrew's ramble, all of our collective ramblings about sex and disability on the Disability After Dark Minnesota's. Also, should we have titles for the Minnesota's that are not like? Should there be titles or should it just be the first one I put out was Dis After Dark Mini One? Do we like that or do we want a title? Let me know. Um, anyway, so then she goes on to say, "I'm sorry that I keep cutting you off and having tangents." 
She goes on to say, I often lay in bed masturbating and thinking, and thinking, do my parts work till I fall asleep? Oh, where I wonder why you're worried that those parts don't work. Of course they work. They work and they're valid and they're beautiful. And whatever, in whatever configuration your parts come in, they're valuable. I constantly have thoughts racing through my head. Like if I can't take care of myself, how can I take care? How can I care for a child? And what if my child needs a wheelchair? This idea breaks my heart. Okay, first of all, you can raise a child. That's okay. And I'm going to be speaking to someone at some point if I could ever get my ass in gear about what, about, about parenthood and, and raising a child as a disabled person. I'm going to talk to somebody about that eventually. So you'll hear from them. Also, if your child needs a wheelchair, that's okay. It isn't necessarily awesome, but it'll be okay. And it shouldn't break your heart that somebody you are close to and somebody you birthed through your child has a wheelchair. We need to stop worrying about it breaking our hearts. It's gonna be okay. it'll be okay if somebody you birth is disabled. It's all right. It's not. It's not a problem, and that's okay. And Jennifer sent me in another letter, which I'm gonna save for another minisode. Uh, but Jennifer, thank you so much for writing this in, and I hope my ramblings on this subject helped you look at things a bit differently and helped you laugh a little bit. And I hope everybody else listening also laughed. And I really hope that if you're listening, you want to submit a, you want to submit an email to me about your thoughts on sex and disability for this program. But that's it. That's Minnesota number two. Uh, let me know if you want us to title them differently. If you want them to have a cool title, let me know any ideas you have. Just pop me an email, Andrew at Thanks everybody. That's the Minnesota. Copyright notice. Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Crippled Content Creations with music by Chris Ujiuchi. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright Crippled Content Creations 2018